I first want to thank you guys for allowing me to take a few weeks and just pause from the podcast for a minute. I've been doing this for about six months straight, consistent every single week. It was starting to become a lot, and I felt like I never got a break. I needed those weeks. Not gonna lie, over the course of the weeks, I contemplated quitting the podcast several times. (laughs) I even brought it to my therapist, and she forced me to take a look at myself. She forced me to look and ask, when is the last time quitting has benefited you? I mean, she's not wrong. (laughs) You know how you get into that whiny, complainive space when you don't want to do something? That's exactly how I was. Even though she was right, it's still something you tussle with a little bit. I hate that you're right, but I know that you are. And the best thing for me is to continue forward. And one thing my therapist left me with was excellence over perfection. And for me, that lands at allowing myself more to go with the flow, not being so rigid and structured, and allowing some of that feminine energy to shine through. I have been forced to be in a masculine space for so long that I've lived there permanently. What I've realized as I'm starting to date more is that I enjoy sitting in my feminine energy. And that also allows me to be more creative too. You may see a more softer side of Jasmine coming up, but I'm also still a coach at heart. So like, don't play with me. We're going to get in some work. So that's where I've been these last few weeks. I want to thank you guys for being patient and listening to a few of my older episodes. Those were the best performing ones. I really think I put my heart and soul into those and I thought they were worth another listen. I also got a haircut while I was out. Cute little bob. I tried curling it today for the first time. Not my best effort, but um, we tried. And last thing before we get into the episode, I am actually going to be trying keto um, tomorrow. So that's Monday. It has worked for me in the past. I'm not going to lie. I've lost 40 pounds doing keto, going to the gym and exercising really hard. I have about 20 20, 30 more to lose to get to my ideal body shape. So I'm just giving it a try, seeing if it can get me over this hump. I feel like I've been at about 200 pounds for a while and it's not really suiting me. I feel my inner self is not matching my exterior. So I'm trying to get them two into alignment. I'll bring you guys along on that journey with me and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Welcome to Already Within, the podcast from and for millennials designed with a new age twist on holistic health. We provide tools and practices to help facilitate self-growth, all while curating spaces for people to connect and share their most authentic self. Our goal is to make an honest impact on wellness culture and to help people feel better about themselves. We launch new episodes every Thursday and can be found educating the internet on TikTok. We love sharing in this journey with you, but now, now it is time to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and let's get to work. One thing that was interesting enough that I felt I wanted to talk about was the things they don't tell you when you're on a healing journey. Throughout this healing journey, what felt true to me? I landed on a few markers. The good, the on second thought, and the beautiful. So we'll start with the good. The first thing that came to mind was silence. I think as we walk around as these bobblehead dolls so on our head and overthinking and we are afraid of silence. We are constantly having music or TV or scrolling in our feed that we can't just sit with ourselves. But as you get to learn yourself and learn who you are, what you want to be, you'll realize that some of the best moments are when you're sitting in silence. You'll learn that silence can become your friend. As much as you'll hate them in the beginning, you'll start to love those early morning routines when the world is still sleeping and it is so quiet and peaceful, where you've got an empty gym or a household that hasn't awoken yet. You'll find that the TV-free nights create space for you to focus on turning inward. 
So even though silence doesn't start as your friend, it quickly becomes one of your favorite ones. The whole healing journey concept is about looking in. So you'll sit in a lot of those spaces of silence and reflection. Don't fight it, just allow it to be. The next is being alone. So as you get more comfortable with yourself, you'll learn to love spending time alone, but also there will be moments when you're just lonely. You've disconnected from toxic relationships and you feel like you're building again. What I've come to find about loneliness is just like any other emotion, it is temporary. I think we allow ourselves to sit in that one a little bit longer than the others because woe is me, right? We have the ability to get out of those spaces where you stop playing the victim and start creating a space where one, you either feel good enough in yourself that you're like, okay, I don't feel alone anymore. I don't feel lonely anymore. I'm just alone. Or you fill the void and you go talk to some people. Whatever feels right for you in those moments, do that. As you better yourself and you start to become who you decide you want to be and the inside is flourishing and you start expanding to the outside. One thing they don't really tell you is that your image or how you show up as starts to get intertwined with your identity a little bit. In my personal experience, I've come a long way from my personal appearance. I used to not care about what I thought about myself. I used to not care about how I dressed, how I presented myself in any kind of way. I used to just not care. Over time, I started to. Your image can shift your identity. So be careful in those moments where you're like, oh, I look so great today. Like stay humble. The next marker I landed on is on second thought. <laughs> and my meaning behind it is mm, this wasn't like what I thought I would see when <laughs> I started my healing journey. I thought it would be all flowers, roses, maybe a bit of trauma in there, but okay, this is what it is. Do I really want to go through this? Like, those are the questions you have to ask yourself in the beginning. I found, which you can kind of swing this either way, is you'll become very protective of your spaces, your relationships, and your energy. I'm very big on crafting space, what you want your space to look like. Say someone walks in and disrupts that energy. They come in to a calming space with chaotic energy. And it's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you get a little protective. You're like, hold on. <laughs> You're not just gonna come into my space and, and try and change it and be however you want. You can go to your own space and do that. Like you become very protective. You'll also notice that your comfort and self will make other people uncomfortable particularly if they don't feel comfortable in their own skin. You'll find that when you are steady and you are assured in yourself, you walk with confidence. You hold yourself to a higher accord. I'm thinking like shoulders, posture, head up, that that in and of itself can make people uncomfortable. And one thing you'll have to remind yourself is even if it does make them uncomfortable, that is not your weight or burden to carry. I encourage you to remain in that space, humble, but remain in that space of confidence because that is essentially them trying to project how they feel about themselves to you. Like I've said in other episodes, put a boundary and say, even though I know you may not feel the best in your skin, I don't want to internalize that because I am still in a fragile space. I'm still developing who I am and I need to be protective of that. You almost have to be okay with sitting with other people's uncomfortability. It's interesting. It's an interesting one. <laughs> Another one on second thought 
Ooh, <laughs> you will finally see how big your ego is. <laughs> I am, this is one that I am still learning. I am active in understanding my ego. I think what you'll find with your ego is it drives a lot of your decisions. I know as I progress in levels and get to higher status that my ego, if I don't check it now, will start to grow as I grow. If I don't remain humble, my ego will, ooh. The next on second thought is you'll be in this, what feels like a constant cycle of improvement. If you go into this not knowing that you may stay in a constant cycle of improvement, it could be draining. It could feel like you are never going to get to the end of the journey. I find with myself, since I'm really passionate about personal development, that I need to just break every now and again. And I need to have spaces where I'm not working on anything. Spaces where I allow play and fun and instead of it being so structured and rigid of, oh, you need to fix this. Maybe that's okay that I leave it that way. Maybe I come to terms and accept who that Jasmine version of you is. And in time, in the right time, you will come to grow and evolve and learn to understand that side of you a little bit better. And maybe you're not fixing it. Maybe you're just making an, uh, a home improvement. But the last marker I wanna go over is the beautiful. Things they don't tell you about a healing journey that are beautiful. It's really hard to explain, but it is finding your most authentic self. In our lives, we have crafted and built up from other people's perceptions and ideas of who we should be into this person that we are today. And you realize one day, you're like, I am not that. And what you learn as you go and develop yourself through a healing journey is that you can unfold all of those layers that people have built up and created around who you should be. And you start becoming who you are. It is such a beautiful beautiful place to live in, to know that you are doing exactly what you want to do in these moments. When you can get up and dance and just feel so free, free from everything that has been breaking you down, all the suffering that you have been going through, it starts to release itself. It's truly beautiful. And with that, <laughs> you start to form some more like-minded relationships. People who are on the same journey as you and have found who they are and you have also and those two connect and those relationships are really fulfilling you'll find in dating that it's much easier to weed out people who are not for you you know who you are you know what you bring to the table and one thing that's interesting is you'll be able to realize people who have also done the healing work because you know what it looks like <laughs> not everyone can go through it not everyone will you know what it takes and you can see it in other people so much easier. It helps weed out all of the fishies, little tadpoles. We want the salmon. We want the catfish. No, we don't. No, we don't want the catfish. <laughs> we do not want the catfish. We want the salmon. We want the mahi-mahi. Another one that's interesting that just came to mind on a healing journey that they don't tell you about is... The things you thought you would never do, but now you love to do. Even three, four years ago, you would never have pictured me as someone who loves self-care, who loves yoga, who loves breath work, meditation, mind, but none of it. <laughs> I was not that girl. I worked in a warehouse. I wore like yoga pants and scrubs every single day. Like I was not that girl. I was not that girl. But you'll find a healing journey really does show you who you are and you feel gravitated to those things in a way. It's interesting is you, 
you're gravitated toward them and you also feel accepted by them. Another thing is you'll have to go through the mud. There will be days and weeks and moments. I don't know that I am strong enough to deal with this. And I think in those moments, it can be heavy. And I think it's so important to have a support system around you. If you can afford or your insurance covers going to therapy or getting some type of treatment, someone to just listen to you, I highly encourage it. Because these thoughts, these thoughts that are going to be going through your head can be pretty intense. Seek out a shaman or someone who has been down the journey themselves and can direct you. Because I felt if I were to have gone through this on my own, I would have got stuck a lot more often. I would have held some trauma and not known how to work through it. And then feeling like I have failed in the journey because I didn't have the right tool set. But that's the thing. You didn't have the right tool set. You didn't fail. It's we just need to equip you better. So as you're on the path, in the beginning, I encourage you to be, whether it's an influencer or a therapist or a best friend or a family member that you confide in, like have someone there where you can talk through some of this heavier stuff. It could keep you on the right track. I think people don't talk often enough about how long a healing journey can be. I think we glamorize it into a short 30 second clip and saying, this is what it was for me. But if you really step back and think about it and you ask people, mine personally, I started mine two and a half years ago and I don't even feel close to being done. You know what I mean? Like it is a journey. It is not an event. It is not a moment in time. It's a journey. It will take time. You have to be patient with yourself during those times because there will be moments where you move very quickly through a trauma or through a blocker. But there will also be moments where you're like, why do I keep getting stuck on this? Like it's so simple. Why is my mind, why are other people getting through this a lot quicker than I am? Right. And I think that's another thing is don't compare your healing journey to anyone else's. Things that I get stuck on are so easy for other people and vice versa. And it's easy to consume yourself in that and play those tapes over and over and realize that they're not on the same player. We do not live the same lives. We do not have the same struggles as anybody else. We may have commonalities, but don't compare your journey to anyone else's. I think another thing is you have to be okay with change, which sounds so simple. It's like, I'm going into the healing journey. I know I'm going to have to make some change, but like when you get to it and you're like, I need to shift this really ingrained part of my personality to be something completely different. And you're like, I don't know if I want that change, but you have to be accepting of it. If it is for the betterment of yourself, you have to go through that. You can't just hop over. You have to go through. You have to be accepting and willing to change often. (laughs) It's not just once, often, because there will be many points where you reach a wall and you have some decisions to make. You're like, am I going to glaze over it and say, oh, I completed the task? Or am I actually going to like take these bricks off of this wall and really dig into what got this wall built in the first place? You have to be accepting of each brick as a moment of change. I think another thing is, as you are developing into who you are, you have to learn to not care as much about what other people think about you. This one's a big one for me. (laughs) I tend to place high value on other people's opinions that I don't even know nor care about. (laughs) 
And I've realized when I am doing some of my practice or some of my healing work in public, that I'm very conscious of this person is watching me or I wonder what they're thinking about me. And you have to set that aside. You have to say, okay, I know this looks weird because it's not a normal thing to be doing. A healing journey is not normal. It is the exception in today's society, which we're working on. (laughs) But when you're going out in public and you are displaying moments of your healing journey, for mine, that's meditating in public or breath work or talking to myself in public and reassuring or something along those lines, people are going to look at you and they're going to be like, she's crazy. (laughs) You have to stand firm in knowing what you are doing is best for yourself. That even though they think you're crazy, they're not going to send you away. (laughs) And even if it's due, it's only 72 hour hold. Another one I'm thinking of is, gosh, you will really learn to love yourself. You will sit in a room with no one else and you'll just have fun with yourself. But you'll just have moments where you're like, I really love me. I really love who I am and who I am becoming and I will not trade it for the world. I will protect it with my life (laughs) because I love her. I want you to envision the person you love most in this life. And feel the love that you get, you receive from that that relationship. And imagine that you can give all of that to yourself. Because that's a reality. You find yourself pausing through your day and being like, I love who I am. I love who I am. And no one can take that from you. No one. That's beautiful. Another thing that they don't tell you is (laughs) you'll fail a lot. As you're figuring out what works for you and who you are, you're gonna have to go through a lot of trial and error. A lot of moments where you're stepping out and allowing yourself to be seen and risking failure with that. But in the end, it'll all be okay. That's what I keep telling myself anyways. (laughs) But thank you for listening today. It's really good to be back. If there's some things you guys have learned on your healing journey that I didn't mention here, I want you to reach out and let me know what those are. Like I love making part twos to these episodes and Maybe I've missed something or even something I shouldn't consider on my own healing journey that you've done in yours. I want to know that. Like that's, that's cool information. And that's how we build community, right? But thank you for tuning in today. Uh, until next week, see you next Thursday. Um, send up your prayers for my keto journey. Um, today, though, I'm eating Swiss rolls and mint ice cream and watching um, some Gator show on Netflix and enjoying my last day of sugar and carbs. <laughs> Until next time. Love you. Bye.